At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome, everyone. Today, this is Dialogue with Divinity, and I'm your host, Johanna Carroll, and you're listening to the Exxon Broadcast Network. Have you ever had a desire to learn a little bit more about that wonderful library of wisdom known as the Akashic Library? Well, today we have one of our wisdom keepers of our time, who is the wisdom keeper of the Akashic Library, and her name is Lisa Barnett. She is the author of two books. Her first book is obviously all about the Akashic Records, known as The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records. Her most recent book, which is a beautiful prayer book that's just been released, is called From Questioning to Knowing. So today we're going to talk to Lisa. She's the founder of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom, Akashic Record teacher and consultant. She's got more than 20 years of experience. And by incorporating information from the Akashic Records, Lisa empowers individuals to really realize their soul contracts, understanding what karma is all about and past life vows, which I'm very curious to know a little bit more about. She's got a wonderful technique that's a healing technique known as pain body release that clears accumulated emotional pain and trauma. The ancient and yet accessible Akashic guidance creates clarity and healing for Lisa's clients, students, and her readers. So we're going to bring her on the air now. Welcome to Dialogue with Divinity. Thank you. It is a pleasure to join you here. So I have to tell you, many, many years ago, 32 years ago, when I started my training as a spiritual counselor, I had an experience of walking into this gigantic library, (laughs) and I had no idea where I was. And so all of a sudden, I'm pulling all of these books off the shelf, and I'm going over to this big table in my woo-woo world and (laughs) opening these books and started literally reading information. And as it was explained to me by the woman who was training me at the time all those years ago, I had arrived in the Akashic Library, which is the 
record book of all time. And I know that so for me, going in and out of that library has been so prophetic for so many people and really understanding not only their past, but where they are today. So I know that Edgar Casey, this was his source that he always <laughs> resourced all of his information and, and wisdom from as far as, you know, memory. So how do you define the Akashic Library and the Akashic Records? What do they really mean to those of you that are listening that have never even heard this statement before? Well, you know, the way I um, tend to look at the Akashic Records is because I work with so many individuals, I often speak a little bit more about the individual records that we each have. Now, of course, Edgar Casey would go into planetary records, scientific yeah. records, records of health, and he would channel a lot of amazing information um, uh, you know, uh, healing, um, like tinctures and, you know, different things like that. When I work, usually I work with individual clients, and the fascinating thing is that each soul, when it individuates from source, everything that it ever does or is or place that you live um, is recorded in your own personal Akashic record. So each person has their own library and their own beings of light that keep their records, their books for them that are literally here to help to support you and guide you with your soul plan and what you came to do in this world. So, so that's really fascinating to me, Lisa, that I know that on an individual level, I've always say that the Akashic records are everything you have been, are now, and possibly can be in the future. And I didn't realize that, so there's an Akashic library that also has to do with universal consciousness as far as other planets experiences. I know we're not really going to talk about that today, but I'm curious. I've never heard of that before. Yes, absolutely. So, of course, because if we imagine that source is the one mind, there is that universal information. So you could literally look up the records of the planet Earth, of other planets and, and dimensions. You could look into the records of um, crystals or sacred sites or your business, actually, um, your soul group, family group. So mm -hmm. they all have records. Everything is recorded. Everything has a record. So even in, I, I always call the UFO community the organic nations. Would we find that in there as well? That's just a curiosity question. Yeah, you know, I've never looked it up, but all groups have records. Now, um, there, then there's a whole piece around integrity. So we are not invited into anyone else's records except for our own without invitation. So right, right. if you're looking into a more group kind of record, there has have to be some form of um, you're part of it in some way into it you know okay we're going to take a, we're going to take a quick break lisa i don't mean to sure. stop you but we'll be right back okay
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening, Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder, Sandra Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, Sacred International Journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earthwalk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com.
Welcome back, everyone. This is Johanna Carroll. You're on the Exxon Broadcast Network, and we're listening to Dialogue with Divinity. And today we're speaking about the Akashic Library and the Akashic Records. And our guest is author and expert on this subject, Lisa Barnett. So, Lisa, when we were went to break very quickly, um, and I, I really don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I guess the main thing that you, um, the question was, hey, can we go into the UFO community and and get the record books of all time, but we'd have to get sacred permission. Is that correct? Yes, you know, in general. So um, the way I see it is is that most of us have had hundreds and hundreds of lives as humans, and we have had hundreds, also thousands of lives of other uh, in other places, planes, and dimensions. So I consider myself, say, very Syrian. I've and a lot of my lives in on planet A or pla- and planet B and the dog star, right? Mm-hmm. So that's part of my history. I can look up a lot of that in the Akashic Records about the you know Egyptian lineage connected to Sirius, about um, you know some of these bigger picture stories. Some of it's like reading history books. You know, I find <laughs> the thing that's fascinating about all of this, and and I wonder if this is. Um, if people get stuck in this, I, I feel that the past life, we've had a lot of guests on the show with past lives, and I think it's really unbelievably fascinating. As long as the individual person takes the wisdom they've learned from that past life experience and applies it to where they are today. So do you find that one of the questions that I really want to focus on for our listeners today is the whole concept of abundance prosperity, and particularly finances and money. So when you are working as an example with an individual client, some people work really hard all their lives. I've heard this, and I'm sure you've heard this many times too, but they really struggle. They really struggle financially. So how going into the Akashic Library, the Akashic Records, what's the benefit for someone in understanding how they can let go of that stuck area and move forward. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I'd love to. So the thing with the Akashic Records is that it is not only about our past lives. It is about this present life. Everything is written in the records from really this moment, right? So your childhood, the traumas, the unconscious beliefs, what you wanted to um, complete and learn, you know, um, everything you came to have your own spiritual growth around. So all of that is written in the records. So what I find when, um, say, a client comes to me and says, I, you know, I work really hard, I, you know, I'm, I'm doing all the right things, I'm listening to all these spiritual radio shows, I'm, you know, setting my intention every day, et cetera, et cetera. What is wrong? What is blocking me? Why am I so stuck? Well, when we ask that question of that person's record keepers, the record keepers would likely give us somewhere between, you know, three and six answers And the truth is, is that we are ancient and complex souls. And so we're not just little simple, oh, there's, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, you know, you have a little scratch on your knee. And as soon as that heals off, you'll run, right? So Are the record keepers like guides and teachers? Who I just quickly, who are the record keepers? 
They are the beings of light that keep your records from time immemorial. They are pure source energy. They have never been um, human. They are not ascended masters. They are not angels. They have never really left source. They have chosen to be of support by keeping other people's records and helping to guide them and teach them so that you can grow with greater ease, really. So they're spiritual librarians with a purpose. Yeah, and they're just waiting (laughs) to help you. So, you know, here's the tricky, or not tricky, here's the fabulous thing, which is that you have these beings of light, and there's many levels of them. There's... There's masters, there's um, teachers, there's beings of light. They're all here to help and support you in different sorts of ways through your life. And so going back most to of the us don't even know they're there. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, and some people are very aware that they're there. So going right, back right, to of the course. subject of money and abundance, um, this is like a really big subject globally right now, particularly yes. you know, uh, you know, as it trickles down and affects us on an individual level. So somebody comes to you and they said, you know, I'm really stuck. I'm doing all the work. I'm listening to all these spiritual radio shows. Nothing's working. So what do you do? Right. Well, so we ask the Akashic Masters. We ask these beings of light who are keeping your records, you know, so this is your specific information. And usually they would tell us about a couple of different past lives. I tend to like to start with the past and work forward into this present life. So imagine you have a couple of past lives where you were um, on a very spiritual path, and maybe you were a, a, a monk or you were a nun or you were a priest, and you took vows of poverty. So you have that overriding feeling that it's not okay for you to charge for your gifts. You know, I could be a healer, but but I, I don't deserve any money for that. I can't charge for that. That's wrong, right? So we have this conscious or unconscious belief um, that that our gifts are to be given away for free and that we're not allowed to receive money for our gifts and talents. And this can expand to our whole life because your whole life is filled with gifts and talents. That's what you've come to share with the world, your gifts and talents, whatever they may look like, whether it's as an artist or a writer, as a as a parent or a, a, some form of a teacher. You know, it could be in banking or it could be as a lawyer, but those are still your gifts and talents. And if you have an unconscious belief and an unconscious vow that you made 500 years ago, that vow can still be overriding your ability to charge a fair price for your gifts. So after you have received this information about the awareness that, okay, this is where you're stuck, pattern Mm -hmm. of, of experience from the past, how do you handle that in the present moment to have a consciousness shift? Well, a couple of different things. You know, this is one of the the gifts that I have to work with my clients is to literally clear, erase, and delete these old vows mm-hmm. to clear old karma and bring that energy into present time so it's no longer stuck outside of time and space. It's kind of like, you know, kind of stuck in this bubble. Um, so I do this for my clients. I... Um, share information about this in my books, in my newest book, From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. Oh, beautiful. These, really nice. 
yeah, these prayers are channeled from the Akashic beings of light, and they have the healing energy and vibration. And there is a prayer to clear vows in that book. I know that you also have a, a home study course called Transform Your Transform Your Limiting Money Beliefs. So this is something that I know people can find this on your website, which is, would you mind sharing that with people? Right. It's Akashic Knowing is my website, and um, I'm sure you'll have some links, but Akashic is spelled A-K-A-S-H-I-C. So AkashicKnowing.com is my website. There's lots of different products. The Transform Your your Limiting Money Beliefs is a great um, product because literally what we do is over five hours, we go through and clear all these different levels and layers of blockages, whether they're vows, whether it's a karma from being really wealthy in a past life and um, maybe not being a very nice person because you had lots of money. Maybe you were a wealthy landowner and you, you treated the um, people who lived on your land really badly. Maybe you had slaves. Maybe you were, um, you know, just kind of a, a dark soul in that life. And so, you know, you say you make a vow, plus you add karma to that, that says, I'm never going to have money again because it makes me a bad person, right? So we have these different sorts of vows and contracts with self and karma, all that add to these money blocks. Well, you know, you, you, you hear the word a lot, karmic contract, and I think a lot of people are aware of it. Let me ask you a question of your opinion on that. So uh, when you make a karmic contract, can you go in and edit it? <laughs> are you stuck with that contract? Can I renegotiate my karmic contract? Is that what we're doing when you are clearing these vows? Yeah, actually it is. And so... Um... They get they can get very um, complicated in different sorts of ways. So the way the Akashic Masters explain karma is about the completion of soul growth, about a, a learning, really the completion of learning of a lesson. So usually karma comes about when we have a situation that we don't learn the lesson, we run away instead. And, you know, we can, we can abandon people, we can abandon ourselves, we can die, we can become addicts, we can, you know, we can, we can leave a life situation in so many different ways, right? Yeah, you know, I think so, karma, karma gets a bad rap sometimes. People think of it as a really bad thing, but I think it's just on a neutral level, it's just unfinished business at some level, Right, I agree. I totally agree. And so really what we want to do is finish it. And really the, the best way to finish it is to become conscious of it. And then to often forgiveness is a piece of completion. Mm -hmm. So to be able to forgive ourselves for maybe abandoning others or not treating people nicely or whatever happened, or we forgive others for... Um, you know, for for whatever deeds they have done to allow ourselves to see every soul as a divine soul, no matter how they're showing up in the world. Um, and I always say that doesn't mean you put yourself in harm's way. You can True. forgive somebody from afar without ever having to speak to them again. Absolutely. But the the um, 
these often sorts of karma, what we're doing is we're hurting or torturing ourselves. Mm. We're not, you know, hurting anyone else. And so we're keeping ourselves from learning our own lessons. So as we move into a place of self-love and forgiveness and forgiveness of those around us and conscious clarity around situations and truth, um, we learn the lessons and literally that karma is cleared. It's complete as we learn the lesson. And some of the same thing is true with our soul contracts with other people. So we were talking about money and before we go to break... Um, if I've cleared and released an old karmic contract about money, does that give me the opportunity to go in and rewrite the story all over again? We're just, I need a quick response before we go to break. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, <you can. laughs> yes, yes, and more yes. So uh, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, we're going to really focus on money, abundance, manifestation, and the role of free will in working in the Akashic Records. This is Johanna Carroll. You're listening to Dialogue with Divinity, and we will be right back. satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. We all desire health, happiness, and fulfillment, but often get in our own way. Repeated patterns that leave us out of control can keep us feeling powerless, frustrated, and unable to move forward in spite of our best efforts. Unconscious patterning disconnects us from our gifts, often destroying the very thing we seek. But there is an answer. 
we can take charge of our destiny and heal the trauma of our history. Shamanism is an effective ancient modality that can reconnect us with our true selves, empower the creation of our dreams, and return us to health and balance. Cody Alexander is a certified shamanic practitioner and teacher with 11 years experience. Email healingpathways33 at gmail.com or visit codyalexander.net to schedule a long-distance shamanic session today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back, everyone. This is Johanna Carroll on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. By the way, if you're curious about the other hosts and shows that we have, please go check out what we're doing at xzbn.net. And also, if you'd like information about what I'm doing with 32 years worth of work as an author and a spiritual counselor, you can find me at johannacarroll.com. So we are with Lisa Barnett today, and we're talking all about karma, the Akashic Records, karmic contracts, and money. So, Lisa, before we went to break, we were talking about um, these karmic contracts. So once you are working with someone and they have erased the vow, if you will, or renegotiated a new contract and said, okay, I'm signed off on that now, do, do they, I mean, virtually, do they put this book back on the shelf and bring down a whole blank book and start all over again? What happens? <laughs> well, I love the visual. Um, what I find is is that most of it is really much more fluid than that. So just like anything, you know, we're human. We're not always the fastest of learners. So, again, we have pieces and levels and layers. So we may start to clear old vows um, 
maybe spiritual vows, and then we might clear a little bit of karma around where we weren't very nice landowners, and then we come into our um, present life, and we clear some um, hidden beliefs or unconscious beliefs that maybe came from our, our parents and, um, and even some ancestral lineage beliefs. And mm. so what I find we tend to do is we clear little bits of all of these layers, and, and most of us kind of circle around a few times. Now, not to say that some people don't clear one vow and have a huge epiphany, because I've That's seen true. that happen too. So you're talking about some cognitive processes that you're actually incorporating as far as the parent tapes, the child tapes, the adult tapes, and all of that. Is that correct? Yes, in some ways, because, of course, our past lives are, are, um, that can be stuck energy. But, again, our past lives are part of the reason that we've created what we've created in this lifetime. So in between lives, we say, well, I'm going to go back and I want to finish some of that karma. I want to um, complete those vows, and I want to work through some old trauma with um, these people who I'm going to choose as my parents now, and I'm going to pick this ancestral lineage because it has some information I'd like and some I'd like to clear. So there are multiple layers of information. Again, because we are very unique and complex, it's not so, just a simple choice. So let me ask you a question. We are now in the Aquarian age, which is known as the age of ascension. And this year in particular is known in the Tibetan system as an acceleration year, very, very fast year. So what if you came back and you actually loved the way you lived this lush, wonderful, amazing life's time, you know, many, many eons ago, and yet you're still struggling. So I heard you say that it could be, um, if I'm hearing you correctly, the soul DNA of the entire family group. Do you bring that with you as, as well? Well, you may choose to buy into a family that has a sort of energy um, and belief system. So of course, as we know, our whole um, ancestral family, say we come from a country that has... Um, you know, hundreds or thousands of years of great poverty. And we may actually choose a family like that because we want to counter that old energy. So here we're born into a family with a lot of poverty consciousness. And we, and as a, as a huge bright soul, not in a body, we say, I'm going to come and I'm going to heal that. I'm going to know the truth. That, that this is not the truth of who we are as souls, and I'm going to help to elevate the energy of my whole family back and, and you know, forward, you know, down um, the ancestral lineage. So not only will I heal it for myself, I'll heal it for my parents and my grandparents and my children and grandchildren and on, right? So we literally make these choices that may not make a lot of sense because here when we're in our lifetime and we're struggling with some old beliefs about how hard it is to make a living and how hard you have to work just to survive, that can be um, an ancestral energy. But we literally come to heal these big um, paradigms also as powerful souls. 
Well, I know that going from the Piscean age, which really was the age of suffering and victimization and codependency and going to the Aquarian age, which was interdependency and ascension, compassion, wisdom, and understanding. I think people have an, a wonderful opportunity to have this consciousness shift. And I, I'll tell you, you know, I have a lot of extremely wealthy clients from the Beverly Hills, Hollywood, that kind of industry. And they may be extremely wealthy financially, but emotionally they're bankrupt. So, you know, it's it's a different kind of um, lack of abundance, uh, lack of prosperity on, on some level. So do you think that the karma and the vows really affect how much money you can make? I mean, for somebody that's listening right now, they've done all the work, you know, they really pray, they meditate, they do all their mantras. <laughs> um, how do they really give themselves permission to know that they, I guess you talked about a little bit before, first of all, that they really deserve this, that they, they do have a spiritual inheritance, but they can also have a financial one as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. And, and these are some of the places where it's time to let go of some of the ancient wisdom, much as I love ancient wisdom, of course, the Akashic Records being some of the greatest ancient wisdom around, but a lot of the old paradigms, um, of teachings through throughout time hold us back. As a matter of fact, when I first started um, in the energy healing psychic realms 40 years ago, my teacher said, oh, you're not allowed to go into the Akashic Records for other people. That's off, off limits. Well, then how did, you get, how did you get started? I, this is another curiosity question. <laughs> so you were saying, you can't go there. Lisa, you cannot go there. So Lisa said, that's what you think. And so right. how, how did... <laughs> Were you trained and you naturally went into it like I did? Or what happened? It, it actually, yeah, no, it was, it was it was a natural. So there's people like you and me, Johanna, who have been record keepers in other lifetimes. So before you individuated from Source, before I started traveling, right before we left Source, yeah. um, some souls actually choose to keep the records for other people, oh and those God, souls find their way back with. <laughs> Much greater ease, right, than people do. But um, so, yes, I was taught, which was interesting, that you were able to go up to the gates of the Akashic Records and ask for energy healing for your client or for yourself, but you were not allowed in. Now, the fascinating thing that the Akashic, you know, record keepers told me years later once I started actually having long conversations with them, is that that was actually true for 1,000 years. The energy of the Akashic Records was pulled away from the planet between about 1,000 and, and almost um, uh, 2,000. So it was really around uh, 1960, you know, so just 40 years short of 2000, 1960, the beginning of the age of Aquarius, when the energy became high enough on the planet and astrologically that we could start to access the information again. But it was pulled away from the earth because humanity misused and abused the information and the wisdom in the Akashic Records. That's true. Now, I have to tell you my my little Akashic Library story. I just remember standing, you talk about the gate. I remember standing in front of a very large, ornate gold door that had all this symbology and, you know, I knew that was very ancient. And 
I'm a very curious person anyway, so I guess my soul is even more curious than I am. And I'm like, I'm going to go through that door. And so I had to stand there for a while. And I actually did go through some training. And I know that you do train people uh, to do this as well, which is great. And so eventually, I definitely put my hand on the door and pushed through. And so so you had people that told you, okay, you can't go through. Where At what point, though, did you realize... I am going to go through or, you know, did someone help you with that or how did it come about well, just naturally? You no, know, it actually, they just started talking to me. So okay. I was, you know, an energy healer. I would do really kind of psychic intuitive mm-hmm. readings sure. and every once in a while when I would come together with, um, what I realized in hindsight, a high vibrational client, we could together ascend into their records. So I would literally hear this big booming voice give Ah. me a ton of amazing information and all I could do is say, wow, that was phenomenal, (laughs) you know? And that literally went on for five years before I realized, (laughs) before I was like, got, you know, smart enough to say, who the heck am I talking to? (laughs) Where am I? That's Where great. am I and why are you telling me this amazing stuff, right? Have you used um, this so, personally for I want have you used this personally for yourself financially? Not that you need to tell me what your bank records look like or anything, okay. but you know, as far as the work that you've done, the we've got a few minutes here in this segment. How have the Akashic records helped you financially or to achieve some of your professional goals? Well, you know, They go hand in hand, I would generally say. So the interesting thing, when I wrote my first book, I was writing a totally different book, and I was part of a Get Your Book Done program, and it had a a contest, which I just wanted the contest not to win something, but as a deadline. I spent 15 years in in print production and advertising, so I'm really good Mm -hmm. with the deadline. So I wanted this deadline, and I'm finishing this first book, and um, someone in one of the coaching calls says, how many books can you put into the contest? And and the lady said, two, and my Akashic Master said, write the other book. And I was like, what are you, nuts? And so I said, oh, okay, how? And they actually gave me two very simple steps, which I did. And that book, which is The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records, won out of 350 entries, won the first prize, which was an agent, which got me a publisher, which got my book out into the world. And for those of you that are listening, The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records and her newest book, From Questioning to Knowing, which sounds like a wonderful little handbook for manifestation, you can find those on Amazon.com. So quickly, before we (laughs) jump to our next break, What's the role of free will in all of this? You know, I know that we've got contracts. I know that the divine plan we co-authored with the guides and teachers, or as you call them, the record keepers. But also I know that the universe and spirit gave us free will, where we sort of get to fill in the blanks. Can you make a comment on that really quickly, please? Absolutely. So we write a soul plan. We write, there's things, karma, contracts, and vows we want to work through. There's things we want to learn and and grow and do. But as humans, as people with personalities, we totally have free will. So we can choose to do nothing. We can ignore our whole soul plan, or we can work very diligently to finish it. It doesn't matter because we are infinite 
and forever. And so whether you do it now or you do it five lifetimes from now, it really doesn't matter. That is just who we are. Okay, we're going to hold that thought. We'll be right back. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener. For those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover 
thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. And we are back. This is Johanna Carroll. This is Dialogue with Divinity on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Speaking in our final segment with Lisa Barnett, all about the Akashic Record, your soul contract, your soul plan, and M-O-N-E-Y. So, Lisa, I have a sense lately that I'm encouraging my clients not to use the word money. I'm encouraging them to use the word finances, resources, flow, energy instead and I'll tell you why because I feel that the system of money is really all over the place right now globally not just you know in the United States but globally and because it's in flux and because it's got its peaks and valleys all you have to do is look at the stock market and everything else that's going on the energy around that language I think is holding a lot of people back now, that could be my thought process, but I, I'm really curious because we are talking about money and the Akashic Records. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I actually agree with you because I do find that um, when, when a word gets a lot of negative energy around it, it just makes it much more challenging for us to kind of break through the right. garbage. Yeah, right? exactly. So mm-hmm. I love the flow. I love abundance. I love the idea that we are these huge, abundant, divine souls, and we are capable of, of accessing and accepting, receiving, and sharing all the goodness of the universe. And so as we start to look at really the flow of energy and and the divine, you know, high vibrations of the world, our gifts and talents, what we've come to share, what we love to receive and, you know, how we love to connect. As we move into those energies, it's so much more positive. Do you think that we all, I don't know if it's recorded in the Akashic Record books necessarily, but do we all have a divine inheritance and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm real, and I'm really talking about finances and the M O N E Y that goes into people's bank accounts. Do, is that part of our soul contract? You know, the way I get it is that we have 
um, pieces that we would like to work through and learn around. And for some people, it means that we struggle. And for some people, it means that, that abundance and energy flow with ease and grace, or some parts of it, not all parts, like you had mentioned before, I agree. Um, so, but even if we've come to figure out the challenges, it really is about completing the karma. It is about um, giving all of the, the love and the abundance in every way we can, you know, think of, whether it's through, um, you know, gratitude or, or simple donations or being helpful and, and, and caring and loving to others. All of that help us to align to kind of the divine expanse of receiving and giving, giving and receiving. Yeah, and I also don't feel, and I really hope everybody hears me say this, that you can't be a spiritual hypocrite. So, um, and I'm going to give you an example without naming any names. Um, there's very famous uh, gentleman that lives in this area that's written really, I don't know how many books, on abundance and prosperity and, you know, the M-O-N-E-Y and all of that. Yet, oddly enough, uh, the hair salon that he goes to, a friend of mine works there and he never tips anyone. And I thought, you know, wait a minute. <laughs> that really, really bothers me. That's spiritual hypocrisy on some level. So you mentioned tithing. And I really, I, I'll tell you what I did for those of you that are listening. When there was a time that I felt like I didn't have um, maybe as much as I would have liked to have had. I would move, even if it was $10, $20, $30, whatever, I would move it from checking to savings, savings. You know, I would move the energy around. And I did that, you know, maybe I was fooling myself, but I did that to stir up an energy pattern so that it started to move. And by doing that, I didn't feel consciously stuck anymore. And just, I felt really good about doing that. And then even if I could only take, you know, five or ten dollars and tithe it what to someone that needed it or a homeless person or my church or whatever, I also did that. And I felt that and I know in the, the Hebrew religion there's a whole teaching on, you know, the energy around that system and the value of tithing. It's not necessarily to support the temple, but it's really it's an energetic Kabbalistic teaching. So for those of you that are listening. I also want to tell you and how you can work with Lisa besides her home study program, but you might want to start just to something right now. Move a little bit of M-O-N-E-Y, a little bit of your source, if you will, from one account to another without going crazy, putting it in a different place in your wallet, that kind of thing, and watch and see what happens. So that's sort of step number one. But Lisa, tell everybody again where your website is how they can find you and you know we know you have your books but what else are you offering that can really help people particularly around this financial thing because so many people are struggling with this right now how can they find you so akashicknowing.com a-k-a-s-h-i-c-k-n-o-w-i-n-g akashicknowing.com you will find uh, a link to products in which there's 
numerous home study courses. I have a Akashic Activations and Clearings, which is literally a 12-hour program where I'm channeling clearing energy from the Akashic Records for you. There's a home study course where you can literally learn to access your own Akashic Records. And then, um, as we spoke about, Transform Your Limiting Money Beliefs, where we really focus all about um, all about clearing all those levels for over five hours in that program. So that is all available on my website under products, as well as you'll see a book uh, link to my um, my book there also. And then I still do one-on-one sessions. I don't know how long I'll be able to keep it up because I'm <laughs> we all pretty keep darn that. busy. But <laughs> But I do 30-minute sessions. I do 55-minute sessions. Um, I'm a speed healer. That is my passion in life is to heal as much as humanly possible in 30 minutes or in 55 minutes. And so um, that is one of my gifts and talents that I love to share is doing readings and healings for my clients. And, um, And, of course, I teach, and I teach classes online live. So I teach a... Six week, learn to access your own Akashic Records um, class that. online. Tell me a little bit about this pain body release uh, technique that you have. It's I, I I talked about a little bit in the beginning. It's to clear accumulated emotional pain and drama. Is this something that is directly connected to the Akashic Record, or what? What? Why is this so unique? Well, the thing is, is that. We all have seven energy bodies, and the pain body is an eighth body. It doesn't really belong here. Not everybody has it, thank heavens. Um, But many of us do. So people who find that they have a lot of emotional pain, maybe a lot of trauma and drama in their lives, maybe a lot of abuse or just really challenging um, pieces in their lives, the way I get it from the records is, is that these people have come to do some huge karmic work in their life, and often they are um, their energy field is stuck with a lot of this pain. And it, it can turn physical, it can be emotional, it can be the dark night of the soul, spiritual, mm-hmm. depression. Mm-hmm. It sure. shows up in so many different ways. And so... Um, when I work with the pain body, I really am going through and clearing all 12 layers of your chakras. So everyone has 12 layers in their six chakras. Mm-hmm. And so we go through and clear the pain out of the chakras. We clear the pain as it connects into past lives. We clear the pain from these past lives that have come into and form this life. Um, we clear childhood pain. So it can be a little bit of a, um, an intense pro, you know, process. Mm-hmm. And so it's something I do a little of when I heal pain in, in all my sessions. But people who have this particular kind of strong propensity to a lot of emotional pain, this is particularly valuable to them. And, um, yeah, I don't know anyone else who does anything in that. No, that's way. very, I'm going to call you the spiritual rotor-rooter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, we really want to thank you for being here uh, today. For those of you that are listening, don't go away because I want to tell you a little bit about what I, Johanna Carroll, am doing. But we're going to say goodbye to our Akashic Record expert, Lisa. 
and thank you so much for joining our show today. Thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure. For those of you that are listening, I'm going to encourage you again to check out the xzbn.net network. While we are reaching a, an incredible global marketplace with a wonderful, wonderful uh, menu of services as far as our different hosts are concerned. And for myself, I've been doing spiritual counseling, author of four books, and obviously do retreats and all that good stuff all over the world. And you will find that at Johanna Carroll. J-O-H-A-N-N-A-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. My latest book is called The Lost Art of Loving. We were talking a little bit today about self-love and the value of going into the Akashic Records. So if you really want to delve into that a little bit deeper, please check out that book. You'll find all of my books, all four of them, on Amazon.com. I want to thank you for listening to Dialogue with Divinity. We look forward to hearing you, seeing you the next time. And as always, I'm sending your heart a very big hug. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now.